You are now listening to Out of the Blank. 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 Welcome to another episode of Out of the Blank Podcast. I'm here with Caesar Laura. Yes. How's it going? So why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself and what do you do professionally? So professionally, I, I do a, a couple of different things. I just recently became independent. Independent in the, the form of not being an employee anymore. Just leaving that lifestyle completely. Becoming your own entrepreneur. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot. That's very, very common. You know, you don't have to be like a lot of people are always afraid to be like, oh, I don't have a job or don't have this. I can tell you, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat right now. I'm in the process of getting one. And it's, it's something, I mean, this world's so new. It's so diverse that we have so many different thoughts now. We're being very, very independent. At least a lot of people are starting to notice with technology and the things that we can start to do creativity wise. Yes. You can start your own business at any time you want. I mean, we're seeing people that become glass blowers, wood makers, um, hot sauce developers in this case, you know. <laughs> yes. You're seeing a whole bunch of things happen. So what exactly are you trying to start up or are you trying to get moving at least forward in your mind? So what, what I've got going right now is um, so I've got the hot sauce for sure. And that recipe the one that I, I, I can say that that's the, the final product. That's it. This is boom. It took me literally 11 years to perfect trial and trial and error using different ingredients. And I got it down about two years ago, three years ago, maybe. And, you know, I, I'd make it like at parties and stuff, gatherings and people People were just like, man, this stuff is like, this stuff is badass. It's got great heat because it's got, it's made with um, habaneros. But then I also use chipotle, hence the name smoking hot. You get the smokiness from the chipotle pepper. And then the heat comes from the habanero, of course. And people were like, man, like, it's like perfectly balanced. It goes good on everything. Well, you only have one sauce, right? I, I have one sauce that I market. Yes, that's correct. That's crazy because if you look at a hot sauce company, like people crank these things out, like they'll have like 20 bottles in their first year, but you took so long to try and perfect yours. What was the, what was, why was you, were you stumped on it? Usually it comes from like a family recipe or just being like, right. I'm going to take all the hot shit and I'm going to throw it in one <laughs> bottle and hope that it tastes good. And it's interesting that you say that because the way that I, the base of my sauce is like a traditional Mexican salsa style base which is tomatoes fresh tomatoes fresh onions fresh garlic and that's pretty much the base for any, any salsa in, in any mexican home right so i took that and like habaneros wasn't usually something that was used in my home in in my youth it was always just like serranos um jalapenos but to me eventually that that heat threshold was not something that, that, that interested in me anymore because I wanted more heat. I enjoyed it. And people are like, man, you're crazy. How can you like tolerate the heat? And I tell them, you know what, for me, it's like not pain. 
you feel the pain and I'm sure you could agree you feel the pain but for me it's like just that endorphin rush that it creates it's like man it's like once it's gone you're like in a complete state of bliss what I love about heat is the factor of I have not been bested yet um I have yet to find a sauce like I I went I can go through a bottle of hot sauce in a matter of a day I mean I dump it on everything <laughs> I dump paprika on top of that I mean stuff I have would just by looking at it would give you a stomach ulcer yeah but yeah I have yet to find a pepper I've had the last dab from the show hot ones right. I've had the hottest hot sauces the ones that like will make you cry or something yeah they're just my taste buds are just um as uh one of my past guests said I have um, probably a little bit of Indian in me or um, Central <laughs> Central American in me because um, the amount of curry powder or cayenne pepper I can dump onto my food and not really be affected by it. I like wow. that burning sensation. I mean, the fact is you don't want it when you pee, but you like it um, when you're eating something. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. it's interesting too because what happens is when you get to see people eat a very, very hot pepper, like a ghost pepper or a Carolina Reaper, and yeah. they get into that really scared state. It's what makes the show Hot Ones so popular is your body literally goes into a <laughs> critical point where it's like anybody asks me anything, whether it's to kill my mom with a butter knife, whether it's to have my dog, whether it's to have this, you're saying yes to it all just so they can go away from you. Right. So right. why, what would you say, like, would you say a lot of this came from your heritage that you kind of used to infuse into your own sauce? Cause I mean, having one sauce, it has, if you took that long to make it, it has to be like, like the Colonel's recipe. Like you're not fucking with the Colonel's recipe. Right. Right. And to me, that's actually how I feel about it, you know, and it just had to be right. And the feedback I would get a lot of the time is, bro, this shit is just too fucking hot i can't enjoy like the meal anymore and i think taking a lot of that feedback and being conscious of, of of that fact that most people can't tolerate the heat level that i can which when i incorporated the the chipotle pepper and i use a uh, not not the common chipotle that you find like in adobo sauce it's uh, actually a um a, a dry chipotle pepper in its natural state once I incorporated that into the recipe, it gave it flavor. And that pepper actually blends, it allows the sauce to blend in with whatever you're having it with. And this is usually the, the most common experience that I have is like when somebody hasn't ever tried it before, they taste it and they're like, this has habaneros in it. I'm like, yeah. And the average time for the habanero to State, it, state, 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 state its claim and say, hey, I'm here too, is about seven seconds. They're like, oh, shit. Fuck, this is actually hot. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and when you're making a hot sauce and trying to brand it too, it, depending on, you know, if you're going to be like a lot of companies that you can do different ideas. I mean, honestly, I should start my own hot sauce company or something. I think you should. <laughs> you're a... I've, I've probably created like 20 different sauces that are in the making right now, just by wow. tossing out ideas to people that have the resources. And I'm more than happy to obviously, you know, help with you too, if you wanted to branch off into your own thing, but you got to look at your market first. I yes. mean, you got to see yes. you're making a company. Who are you selling to? Who are you doing this for? Where's it going? You're going to have the people like me that want their mouth Extreme. on fire. Yeah. Yeah. And that probably go through a bottle a day, but <laughs> you know, you also got to focus on 
where am I going to get my customers and who is my large target audience? So you got to right. make a song that is able to be handled by most of the public. Exactly. Yeah. And sad to say, probably most of the public when it comes to hot sauce is yep. a little bit on the bitch side. <laughs> that, that, that's a fact. That, that's a fact. And that, taking that into consideration when making the final product and, and, and having the final product is what I was mindful of. It's like something that they can enjoy and maybe, maybe this is like a, like a gateway hot sauce to hotter stuff for them. You know what I mean? It's like, oh shit, I can eat habaneros now. It's like, shit, we can test it out with this. Like you want to dive off into little baby peppers, like the green peppers or something. Then you go to the habaneros, <laughs> then you go to the ghost peppers yeah. and you just dive off the deep end and end up going into like the Hispanic section in the Walmart. And that's an actual <laughs> section. I used to work at Walmart. I used to stock it. I used to stock the Chipotle or not the Chipotle, the, the Sriracha and all that. And let yeah. me tell you something. They, those I mean, I can't look at people the same when I see somebody take Tabasco and put it on like whatever it is, their eggs, whatever. And then they sit there and complain how hot it is. And then they'll stop eating it because they're like, it's just too spicy. I'm like, what do you mean? Those words have never, ever been spoken out of my mouth. You know, it, it's really funny that you say that because uh, it was a couple of months ago. Um, I had somebody come over. It was one of my cousin's um, boyfriends. And I had... I had some of my sauce around, and I was like, what, what's your heat tolerance? He's like, oh, I, I don't eat hot sauce. I was like, oh, okay, well, give this a shot. So he try, he tries <laughs> I thought it. you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, at, at one point in my life, that's, that would be exactly the way I'd react. Um, but, yeah, like now it's like there, there, there's always a way. There's an opportunity. It's just how you go about it. And so I was like, here, try this out, man. So he tried it and he's like, oh shit, it's not hot. It's that, that, that's the common reaction. It's, a, it's actually really good. And then, oh fuck. No, fuck no. And then, you know, when, when, you, when you give somebody something hot that they haven't had, or when it's the first time that they've ever had something that hot, the reaction that they get where it's like, they, they have a look of death in their eye, right? And like, they're, looking side to side, up and down, like they don't know what to do or how to contain this feeling that, th that they can't control. And so that lasted about 15 minutes. <laughs> well, it's funny because like you literally get to see the watch, the hope in their <laughs> eyes just fade away. <laughs> yes. Like yeah. there's a sense of trust. But, like that's the thing with hot sauce is I think it does get a bad rep when it comes to the fact is the people that can handle the hot stuff whenever they're trying to show somebody um, – of what do you call just like a new variety of sauce like oh, i'm not into hot sauces hey man let me help you out let me get you a good sauce yeah hey, i got this one yeah it's not it's not hot at all you're gonna love it and like, <laughs> are you sure i'm trusting you and like dude trust me just try it and they try it and like you just see the like after 10 seconds of it sitting in their mouth they just look at you and you just see the trust completely just go away forever <laughs> like you asshole yeah, like you fucking lied to me. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, see, it's not hot. And they're just sitting there like a dog, like by the fire hydrant, just trying to get all the water in their mouth. <laughs> it's it's an experience, though, which I really, really like the idea of hot sauces. Just on the general is I like it to be spicy. I like it to burn my mouth. I like to, you know, use a little bit and really experience a lot. Yeah. But there are a benefit to having a flavored hot sauce. I mean, right. having something that's mild where, you know, you're going to be able to sell to an audience, but also have that tang flavor to it. Yes. Yes.
Yeah, and, and that same individual, speaking of the tang flavor, after he calmed down and went, went through his moment, um, I had made a buffalo wings, right? And he's like, yeah, can you like not put even like the buffalo sauce on, on, on the next batch? I'm like, yeah, 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 no worries. So I just give him just fried chicken. <laughs> Essentially, it's what, what, what he was eating, right? And then he's like, do you have any ketchup? I was like, yeah, here you go. And then he's putting ketchup on his chicken. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> Just to cool it down, I bet. He, and he says that to him, even ketchup is spicy and it has that tang. And that's all the tang that he can handle. Are you sure you didn't just fuck up his taste buds? Because I've never known ketchup to be spicy. That's ex And, and th these are his exact words. He goes, ketchup to me is spicy. And that's like, that's the most that I can handle. I could just picture me and you staring at him like this guy. Yeah. This guy. What is he doing? He's putting <laughs> ketchup on ice cubes. No, but it's like, <laughs> I'll, I mean, I understand it. I put ketchup on my salad and people are like, why are you putting ketchup on your salad? I'm like, it's tomato with a little bit of sugar in it. That's all it is. It's literally, exactly. it's a dressing. It's like, you know, I never understood people putting ranch on their pizza. I never understood people doing that type of stuff. And then I saw people used to put hot sauce on their pizza and I was like, I guess their taste buds are different. I am 100% for people trying whatever they want, unless it's ketchup on your fucking eggs. If you ketchup <laughs> on your eggs, I'm sorry. That's it for me. My, fa my family's from Baltimore. They do that. It's a thing down there. I'm out of that game. That one just looks like you're, you're killing two chickens, I guess. But <laughs> when it comes to your sauce, yeah. what exactly ingredients do you find that you work with? Because we talk about the, maybe the type of peppers and stuff. They're obviously stuff that means something more to you. I think when you're deciding to make your own hot sauce company, you have to look at the hot extreme peppers. Because you can, I mean, you could just pick a pepper and decide you're going to work with these peppers forever. Right, right. Um, a lot of other hot sauce brands, they kind of want to dive off into different realms to get a different flavor profile. Because right. it's, it's hard to dull down a pepper's um, insanity or Scoville scale. Yes. And when you decide to pick a pepper that you work with and you seem like you're religiously sticking to one pepper um how do you how did you choose that is that just from family kind of though so that pepper like th that pepper is just like from my own personal enjoyment you know it's like man habaneros are good and i i started eating habaneros it's probably like back in 97 98 and back then, if you went to the market and if you found habaneros, back then they were like 12 bucks a pound. And you really couldn't find any hot sauce that had habanero in it either. The only thing that was around that came around or the first time that I noticed it was in about 2001. Um, I noticed the Yucateco habanero hot sauce on a shelf. I was like, holy shit, there's a hot sauce now. <laughs> So I became a, a regular customer of, of Yucateco and I'd always have, and I'm like you, I can go through a bottle of Yucateco within a day or two because that goes on every, everything that I eat. And that kind of like, I believe sparked the idea of like, you know what? There's not enough hot sauce out there with like habaneros. And at that time, I wasn't really aware of like ghost peppers or, or, or anything beyond that. To, at that time, I, I believe that may have been like the hottest thing that was around. And I think that's kind of just knowing that that's all that there was kind of just led me forward. Like, you know what, take this and use this. 
And now, because I even get requests from people like, hey, can you use, um, can you make me a batch with like Reapers or stuff like that? So eventually I, I am going to develop other products and it's going to be the same base, but with just hotter peppers for those that, that, that request it and can handle it. Have you planned out any um, sauces in the future that you want to branch off and do? I know you found one recipe that really works, but even after a while of doing the same thing over and over and over again, it's still good to have that original, but you want to branch off and try a different flavor. Yeah. So actually uh, something else that, that, that I'm working on and I've used it and I have a, a YouTube channel. There's one video on there right now where I make um, some beef um, short ribs, like the Korean style uh, rib. Uh, I've, beef I've ribs. watched it. I've watched yeah. the video. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was so your, that... I was your 67th view. <laughs> Fantastic. And I thank you for that. I, it was appetizing to watch. I, th I think that's why food reviews are so popular. It's just watching something get made or <laughs> yeah. just hearing like the nice sizzle on the grill. And then you're yeah. explaining to everybody, like, I'm just throwing some peppers on this bitch. I'm like, all right, yep. I like it. I yep. like it. And so that, that teriyaki garlic habanero, I think that's something else that I want to start uh, marketing as well. Cause I mean that, that stuff, it goes great on like barbecue. I'm, I'm going to be making some uh, ribs this weekend, actually tomorrow. Today's my son Sebastian's birthday. So I'm going to be making some ribs for, for him. And I've never used that recipe or that, that sauce on, on pork. I've always used it on, on beef. And I'm going to experiment with that and, and see, see where I can take it. And then also taking the flavor that I have with the original smoking hot and incorporating that with barbecue sauce because I've blended it together. And man, that stuff is, it's fucking killer. When you pick a hot sauce or you're trying to think of ideas for hot sauces, do you try and typically think of what food that's going to be put on it? Like, what would you consider your original sauce to be put on? Like, what are we talking about? Is it good for, I don't know how the fuck wings became a thing where that's like the religious thing you think of when you think of hot sauce. It's like, oh, it's put on, <laughs> to put on your wings, right? It's like, yeah. I guess Hooters, Hooters made that yeah. influence. Yep. But when it comes to how do you decide what yours, like what's best your sauce that gets put on? Like, what are you putting it on? Are you putting on ribs? Are you putting it on tacos? Are you putting it on, you know, because that's big in the Mexican tradition is tacos, burritos, all those things are used with spicy foods because it's simple plant, like, plain ingredients such as beans such mm -hmm. as um the the meat you know it's it's all very simple taste so when you add hot sauce to it it really sparks its flavor up yeah so in in a traditional mexican home at every single meal there's always a bowl of freshly made salsa so that being the culture i put this thing i, I put it on everything on, on everything and like all of my friends and all my, my customers like they have it on mostly everything that they have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, because it goes on, it goes great in, in, in your eggs, burgers, pizza. Um, like you said, you mentioned um, barbecue, chicken, like it just blends in so well with whatever it is that you're eating. I mean, I had a friend tell me that he had it on, on his pancakes. He loves it so much. I don't know that I believe him too much, but uh, <laughs> hot sauce on pancakes. <laughs> See, that's like Snapchat and they have the late night food cravings. I just saw one where it was a person that took their goldfish and they put it in a bowl of grapes with some lucky charms on top of it. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, this is a lunch for like a 12 year old or something when yeah. I did when I was stoned out of my mind. <laughs> See, now I'm, I'm I want to. All right. So I actually want to throw a little challenge your way. 
Let's do it. It's a sauce idea I have. Okay. That I just that I just thought of. Okay. What pepper do you typically want to work with if you were going to make a new sauce? I've I've had it set that it's going to be the the Reaper. The Reaper. So you want to yeah. go with the Carolina Reaper? Yeah. All right. The problem with the Carolina Reaper is it's really fucking powerful. Right. And that's not a problem for me, but that's a problem for public. Yeah. So, okay. So you want something that that's good for no, the no, 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 no. That's good. Let's stick on that. Let's okay. Stick on the let's stick on the Reaper. I'm just trying to think of it from like a marketing aspect. I find out. I think this is might what I want to do as a career path. I want to start helping people or just giving people ideas to start creating shit because it's just so much fun for me. The stuff I can think of at like one o'clock in the morning when I can't go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Like instead of thinking about things I made, like oh I forgot to talk to this person in eighth grade and I remember when I my whatever this <laughs> happened. Instead of all those anxieties coming. Up, I just start thinking of creative shit. You know, it's funny because it's it's those times that I found that where you're the most creative. Those moments when you get up, like I'll get up to use the restroom or whatever, and I lay down, and I just can't go back to sleep, and my mind is just like running a hundred miles per hour with, with with ideas, and it's like, oh shit, oh shit. Welcome to my life, my life of an insomniac. I only sleep probably three or four hours a night. Um, really. That's, that's, that's a good scenario. I mean, I can take, I've taken 50 melatonin one time, like the yeah. 10 milligrams. I've taken a handful of them, went right, or, you know, drank it with some water. I slept 10 minutes, but no it was way. that deep fucking sleep. Like that one where you wake up and you think you got work right now. You think like you got drool all over the side of your face. <laughs> you know, you're like, you feel like you're in another dimension. I was like, all right. But, um, Wow. We're going to look at a hot sauce. Let's say the Carolina Reaper. Yeah. So do you like to incorporate fruits with your sauces or do you prefer to keep it more of a basic style? I haven't. And I believe that's probably just because traditionally that's not something that we've done, but I'm, when you're creating, everything is, is open game. You know what I mean? Everything is open game. So with the Carolina Reaper paired with mango, it's like something that isn't, isn't that common but would be really good, right? Well, you got to look at where the Carolina Reaper grows. Yeah. Typically what grows around the Carolina Reaper fruit-wise, vegetable-wise, is stuff that's probably going to go good together because it works better in that climate. Yeah. The thing is, though, when you're dealing with Mexican hot sauce or just that traditional style that you want to do, it there's not a lot of hot sauces that are Mexican style that have fruit in them. That right. Just, it's, it's just basic peppers because yes. they want to go off the pure heat aspect. Yes. So if we're taking a Carolina Reaper, here's the idea I want to throw at you. If you want to start working with maybe a fruit combination. Okay. Now, I know garlic's not a fruit, but I'm saying garlic enhances the flavor profile of basically any flavor that you yes. use for anything. Yes. So when you use that in a hot sauce, maybe give a little bit of tomato in there to give it more of a tomato paste base. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we're talking more of like not like a watery hot sauce, but more of a thicker layer. Yeah. Take – with that Carolina Reaper, maybe some crushed habanero, add a bit of it's gonna sound weird, but stick with me on it. I got you. Add a add a bit of kiwi, like a little bit more okay. than you would, like a maybe, you know, a good amount, I would say. So that's yeah. kind of a really strong flavor that hits you, but then add a small dash of cherry to it. Oh. See, what's gonna happen is that cherry is so big and it's so impactful that you only need a small amount of it. So if you can give them that burst of cherry at front and then that large amount of kiwi that you put in is going to help with the flavor. So it's going to soothe it down, but it's not going to eliminate 
the two factors that come in when the heat factor comes in with the pepper. Right. But it's not going to leave that burning cherry taste in your mouth. It's going to leave like anything, a burning kiwi taste. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yes. So we got the Reaper, tomatoes, garlic, habanero, kiwi, and cherry. And, now, and then what, obviously whatever other ingredients you would probably add in there. Yeah. And let me see. How about some ginger? That works. Yeah. Ginger would be good. Now are we talking about the powder or are we talking about? No, like a freshly cut ginger. Yeah, that would be good. And I think ginger in like chunks, you know how you talked about like the crushed habanero? The ginger, it's like whole. It's not blended. It's like diced and just mixed okay. into it. Imagine if you took the ginger though and crushed it up and put it in there, but then you added something with like maybe the tomatoes was a little bit chunky. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the paste, if you make a really chunky paste to it, when it comes out, they're still getting that. So it's like salsa. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a little bit thicker. So it's not yes. like, you know, how many times you have to shake up the salsa and you fucking dump it on top of something. Next <laughs> thing you know, it's like water everywhere. You're like, right. oh, what the hell? But if you get this, this is like a sriracha style. I'm all in, man. What would we call that? Let's see here. I'm thinking like Tropical Trailblaze or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Tropical you got to incorporate fire in a hot sauce. Yes. I don't know why we chose to pick demonology with hot sauce. Everything's like devil's dick or <laughs> something like that. You know, there's nothing like God's good earth or something. There's no sauce created like that. Yeah, you're right. There's nothing uh, angels, whatever, or yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right about that. Everything is, everything correlates with 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 hell or. I call it a pe peace pipe. A peace pipe. Peace pipe. Peace pipe. Peace pipe or tropical trailblaze. I don't know. That's your job to name it as well, man. We we'll just we'll just shoot back ideas if you actually want to try and create that sauce. That was just something I thought off the top of my head. No, actually, uh, I'm, I'm going to put it together and, yeah, we'll shoot back ideas and then we'll see what, how this comes out. What's interesting, though, is every company has their own brand of hot sauce. But how did you, you know, like the ingredients that go into it and we talk about the heritage aspect to it. But how did you choose to call it what you called it? A lot of hot sauce companies, they choose to go with something like we're talking about devil's dick something mm -hmm. that would make them make the reader catch their attention it's the whole advertising aspect if you have a plain ass bottle you're people are going to think two things one that's a basic sauce or two it's so fucking hot that they don't need to show it off on their label yeah but yeah. then there's there's the name of it too if you got something like a little wimpy Someone's going to be like, oh, that's just a baby hot sauce. So that's for the people that can't handle heat. But you got something like <laughs> right, right. Devil's Rage or like if like even the – like if you look at the strains of marijuana, like Panic Attack and all these other types of things, that shit people are like, oh, that's, that's, that's intense. That's the same right. thing with hot sauce. Someone right. looks at it and they go, sriracha, what does that mean? I don't know. It sounds foreign. It sounds like it's a mild sauce. Yeah. Then you get something like the last dab or something. There, people are like, oh, shit, that's like a one and done. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so the name for me, it was – so obviously started off with, with, with Caesars. I created – I'm the creator. And smoking hot, 
And as I mentioned before, because of the smoky flavor that you get from the chipotle pepper. And then the hop, because the habanero brings in the heat. So for me, I was like, man, this is, that's perfect. Caesar smoking hot sauce. Yeah, it, it fits too. And I like yeah. it because it's in reggae colors. So it makes me want to like <laughs> <laughs> dabble in the arts. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I just thought we could do to make that sauce probably a little bit more amplified? Instead of putting them in raw, try roasting the peppers first. Do you think that would affect the flavor profile or do you think that would, I feel like it would give it more of a smoky taste to it. Which yeah, is, it, it actually would. And you know what? And actually now that we're, we're talking about smoky, I think throwing in a, a, a couple chipotles would allow that, that char flavor to blend in perfectly. What do you think? I'm, I like it. I, I can definitely picture it on maybe um definitely it's some tacos or something. Maybe mashed potatoes, dude. Has anybody ever really put hot sauce on mashed potatoes? Or like a nice potato, a baked potato? We do it all the time. Ah, oh, man. See, you're the house I want to be living next to. See, bro, I, I'm telling you, literally, when when you live in a, in a Mexican household, there's a, a bowl of salsa on the table at every, at every meal. So that literally goes on on everything that you're eating. Well, it's that's that's one of the so many benefits that come from having like a Mexican heritage or something. The one I always love, which my buddy complains about, I'm like, dude, you come from a big ass family. Like there's 20 <laughs> people in your household all the all the time. And he goes yeah. and he goes, yeah, it's cool, but it sucks because when someone has to use the bathroom, I'm like, it doesn't matter, man. You know how connected you are in this world. People are becoming more distant. You know, they're becoming so secluded, whether it's with their job to the point where they have to leave. They have to go and find their own way. They have to become an entrepreneur. And that's when they start to get the connections back. They start yeah. to realize to own a business, first of all, you have to be connected to the people. And you what, also have to so be, true. That is so true. Well, you have to be connected to the things around you as well. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it's funny that you say that because and this is something that I've noticed and I was actually having a conversation with a, with a friend last night about this. And it's like society, the way that it's structured, it's structured in a, in a way that it disconnects you from yourself. It draws you out of yourself versus allowing you to find who you truly are, to connect with who you truly are. Because I, I strongly believe that once people begin to go inside versus always being on the outside in social media and entertainment, they're always seeking, seeking something on the outside. And when somebody begins to go in, that's when that creativity, that's when their true self began, when they be begin to connect with their true self, that's when like great shit begins to happen. Well, the true self really only comes out like we're talking about when someone experiences something, whether it's traumatic injury or whether it's um serious, like a serious incident, such as eating like a Carolina Reaper. That should be the fucking lie detector test. <laughs> like you want to take a lie detector test, take these <laughs> straps off my nipples, unhook me from this machine and give me a Carolina Reaper to taste because I can't, I can't lie when you're on, you know, you're burning <laughs> yeah. on the inside out. I mean, I ate a raw ghost or was it Carolina Reaper or raw ghost pepper, the ones you use for cooking. And I didn't realize there was a difference between that and just eating like a fresh one. Mm. So I ate that dry roasted one and I literally 
you could have asked me anything and I would have given you the keys <laughs> to my car. I would have given you anything. Wow. So when someone usually gives me the thing like, hey, man, I'll be there whenever you need me. I'm that type of guy that if you call me, I've had friends call me at two o'clock in the morning, drunk from a bar that I haven't talked to in six or seven years. I'll go however far distance I've traveled two and wow. a half hours to go pick my buddy up and drive him home. No even way. though we don't even talk now. I didn't ask for gas. I just wanted him home safely. Man, and that's, that's fantastic. That's not applaud to me that's not anything like that i want to find those people the ones that when they say how is your day going do they fucking mean it right you know so when right. someone says i'll take a bullet for you right okay here's a carolina reaper i'm gonna ask you that same question in five minutes five minutes from now <laughs> would you ever take a bullet for me you'll notice when they bend over on the floor and they're sweating and they go nah fuck you man i'm out i'm out i'm out, I'm out for myself i'm like all right that's the answer i wanted to know right 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 and I, i've also heard that you're you're under the same circumstances like if somebody has to or has the urge to go urinate they can't it's it's less of an impulse for them to lie when they have that urge to go urinate it's like perfect lie detector test oh no shit and i yeah. walked into a girl's bathroom on accident when i had to urinate really bad <laughs> look my movie theater changed up so they switch the bathrooms. Usually the men's is on the right and the women's is on the left. They probably did that At on least purpose. In most places, the men's is on the right and the women's is on the left. I had been to this theater so many times I knew it. We watched a two and a half hour movie, me and my buddy. The theater was packed. We get out. I'm like moving past people. I got to go, got to go, got to go. I drank like a 42 ounce or something before we went in. Oh, man. I had to sit there and hold it. And half the time I'm like, I don't want to get up because I got to be like the asshole. It's like, right. excuse me, sorry, excuse me, <laughs> sorry, excuse me. Now, can, you, can you scoot in? Dude, just scoot in. I got to piss. You know, like, I don't want to be that guy. So I waited. I walked right into the women's bathroom. I look and there's just stalls everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? And all these women are like by the mirror. They just turn and look over at me. I'm like, oh, I'm in the wrong bathroom. <laughs> and I just like stared at them and like I can leave anytime I want I'm just looking at them like I'm in the wrong bathroom like waiting for a response and they're just staring at me and after like a minute I was like oh this is where I leave and um wow and I, I went up went into the men's bathroom my buddy's just laughing at me and uh I'm in there taking like a 20 minute piss at the urinal and I walk out and he's like dude you walked right into the girl's bathroom I was like yeah I should have just gender identified as a woman <laughs> Hey, it's an experience. You got to make light of those times. Like how many times do you feel embarrassed in your life? Do you feel miserable? Do you feel sad? It's like, it's best to talk about them and crack jokes on them. If you come at it from an aspect of humor, you're only going to increase your life. You're only exactly. going to make your life better. I mean, I know um, one of my That's favorite beautiful. podcasts. Well, one of my favorite podcasts out there, The Crab Feast, is now The Honeydew with Ryan Sickler. Shout out to him. Anybody that wants to listen to something funny, follow them because – it's just a bunch of comedians and famous people talking about all the moments in their life, whether they're arrested for you, a DUI or something, talking about all the pain and stuff they've experienced in their life. But it's comedians and stuff talking about it. So they're cracking jokes constantly, and then they start laughing, and the laughter heals. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's interesting you say that because the world needs more of that. You know what I mean? Because usually people, they're, they're always – or their common state is to be a victim. When they're talking about something, they're not talking about it to, to, to heal it. They're, they're wanting you to buy into their story and feel bad for them. They want to be healed, but they just don't know how to go about it. And instead, a lot of times people, what they want, they, they just want somebody on their team saying, 
oh yeah that guy's an asshole oh yeah she's a bitch they want you to join in on their story but if they can just change their story and say you know what yeah that that guy was a fucking asshole but you know what fuck it it was it, it, it's funny now and and just get past it and it's so it's so true what you said that's like spot on well the fact is if we look at social media from a marketing aspect or from a business aspect it's very very beneficial yeah it's very very easy for someone to start up a company and start be able to get a huge following just by promoting and first of all you've probably experienced severe benefit from starting your page and everything just by joining a hot sauce community. Yeah. I mean, all those people are interested into the same shit. Yeah. They love talking about peppers and they're so helpful in helping someone create their own because they truly love what they what do. They, do. they yes. truly love the art of hot sauce making. <laughs> yes. They love the art of trying different sauces. You have people in that group that are just there to, hey, send me a send me a hot sauce. I'll try it and I'll get, you know, that whole thing. There's that whole aspect of it. But in most realms of social media, it's this fucking, I have 10,000 followers, you have none. I have 100 right. followers, you have right. zero. Right. I have the, I'm like, let's stop doing that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. as much as I'm an asshole, I admit, <laughs> there are times where I will just be cocky and I'll be whatever. But most of the time, I'm like this. I wear my true self on my sleeve. I don't care about my listeners. It's not that I don't appreciate them. It's just that when someone asks me, when I ask them to be on a podcast, most of the time, besides you and a few others out there, they think I'm going to attack them, which you probably had that thought at one point. Like, why does this guy want me to be on a podcast? Or why you, right? Right. Like, and to me, when you reached out, it was just like, fuck yeah. That, that, that'd be awesome. And I try and explain to people, like, so many times, like, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to do this? What do you do? I'm like, let's just talk and see where it goes. I yeah. mean, I've preached it so many times in the podcast about it, and pretty sure people are tired of hearing it. But the one thing that will stop me from getting into a podcast, or I should say two things, is when I talk to you and you ask me how many listeners do I have, like, you won't be on the podcast if you oh. know how many listeners are out there. Then I'm like, sorry, man, I'm just interested in knowing who you are and wondering more about what you're interested in. I love to see somebody light up and go after what they do. That's why my thing uses your real name, because you're not going to give me bullshit under your real name. Right. You're going to have a true conversation with yeah. me, you know, like taking a fucking Carolina Reaper to the mouth or the <laughs> anus or something. Exactly. You're ready to go at that exactly. point. But we live in this world. Like I said, social media is very, very insulting it's a form of bullying it's getting used in the wrong way and i think in this world now where people are starting to notice where depression is increasing at a higher and higher rate we're becoming very known of other people's emotions but we're not handling it correctly you know we're either going too far over the end um where like you see a bunch of people starting organizations to end bullying to get people thrown in jail that's the wrong way then you have the people that don't want to talk to anybody and completely isolate themselves because it's better to cut everybody off and be alone than it is to try and deal in the realms of everybody's influences. Right. That's a that's the wrong way too. Let's find a middle ground and understand that there's a time and place when things can be said. They're meant to be jokes on certain things that we shouldn't be get offended by. But we're living in a world where we need to take a step back for a minute. And, and we need to rethink everything that we're doing because so many times people think they can, they, everybody just wants fame. That's all they want. Right. And that, that right there, what you just said, 
in its entirety kind of ties into what I mentioned earlier. If, if people were to focus on who they are as in their true sense of being, who they are on the inside, truly, not with the ego, not with everything that they've been taught to believe they should be, but who they are as a true, genuine, fantastic, great being. If, they could, if everybody could just reconnect with that, their true sense of being, imagine how this world would be. And, and for me, that's kind of like what my end game is with, with the hot sauce. And what I mean by that is the 80s, it was literally an urban war zone. I can't tell you how many times I was shot at as a kid and even into my, 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 my adult life, even to the point where I was already in my early 20s, had, had children, and I was already kind of disenfranchised from that, that, that lifestyle because I, I grew up in that gang mentality. And when I've got kids, I'm like, you know, it's, it's, it's time to rethink what I'm doing and start moving in a different direction. And, but that lifestyle kind of just still follows me. Because uh, twice, when I was with my daughter, she was, she was around two, one time, and four, four or five the second time, I had her with me, and somebody from the streets recognized me, and they shot at me. And this is in, in plain daylight. In, in reflection, Looking back at it, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's the mindset where, where you grow up and all you see is violence. The common way to react to something is go and shoot somebody. When that's the behavior that you learn, that's the behavior that you internalize. That's what comes out of you. It's like well, it's, a, your, it's your environmental influences. Yeah. What happens yeah. is when you're a child and you don't know anything about what the real world effects are exactly. like you don't know what a fucking gas is you don't know what yeah. it is to try and fill up your tank in your car you don't know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck you know your biggest worries are how am i like how am i going to deal with that kid at school that's a big problem for a kid at that age but when it comes to trying to find yourself everybody's trying to find who they want to be exactly if, exactly if i asked you who do you want to be you might have an answer. You probably don't. Most of the majority of people don't have an answer. If you ask me, what do I want to do? I said, I just want to be able to do what I want to do, not hurt anybody, not affect anybody, and just live. I don't yeah. want to have to keep paying bill to bill to bill. I don't want to have to do that at all. But the factor is, with the way the world has becoming, when you're that young, there's so much out there now that is going to influence you in so many different ways. Whether yeah, absolutely. You, there's countless stories of people that grow up in gangs and then when they get older, they get out of prison or they get out of jail. They start to do what you're trying to do. Like you're trying to get the roots. You're trying to find your foundation and make sure that your kids don't fall into that route as well. Yeah, absolutely. And, and beyond that and beyond that, because with, with my hot sauce, what, what I'm, what I'm doing is what I want to do. Cause something that helped me significantly was personal development, learning, about myself, growing myself from the inside out. And in, in, in my community, and I'm sure it's, it happens in most of the, a lot of communities across the nation and the world. And if I go back and think of what, what could have helped me 
change my mindset earlier on versus later on. And it, and it would be that. If I learn about who I am and know that I can achieve, I can do more than what's in front of me, which is a fucked up place. If I know that, if I, if I could see somebody that's actively doing that, man, that changes my perspective. Because when you change somebody's perspective, you totally change the reality and the outcome of what their future can be. So my end game with my hot sauce and with everything that, I, that I'm doing is I want to be able to buy properties in or around impoverished areas and have university students stay there for free under the condition that, hey, you got to tutor the kids in this area. Now these kids are, are, are being tutored and interacting with individuals that have goals, that have dreams in their life. They're aspiring doctors, they're aspiring lawyers, police officers, whatever it may be, but it's something different than the reality that, that, that these children or people presently live in. And exposing them to these individuals just opens up their realm of, 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 of being. So to me, that's like my end game is just putting and creating a scenario where you can expose children to the possibilities of abundance, of what life has to offer, and letting them reconnect with themselves. Teach them how to set goals, teach them how to follow up on their goals, and just I guess you could say groom, groom them at a young age to where they grow up. And if somebody is offering drugs or offering to join a gang, that's something that doesn't interest them anymore. It's something that they, that they would shy away from. But it's because of the mindset. And I was talking to a friend about a year ago. He had, he had received a prison sentence of like 20 something years. And he got out after doing 19 years. And then, and I was talking to him, I said, you know what, I, tell me if you agree with me. But a lot of the things that we did back then, our behavior was dictated by how we felt. And at that time, I, personally, I felt that I wasn't cared for or cared about. So that's exactly what came out of me. I didn't care about consequences or what I did or who was hurt because I didn't care. And it's like, um, I'm not sure if you heard of the author, Wayne Dyer, may you rest in peace. He has a, a, a very, a very good, um, but anyways, what he, what he says is this. He says, if you take a, a, an orange, right, Rob? Okay. If you take an orange and you squeeze it, what comes out of it? Orange juice. Orange juice, right? Can apple yeah. juice come out of it? Uh, depends on how you think about it. <laughs> but orange juice, right? So that's exactly what happens to people. When people are under pressure or when things are happening, what's inside of them is, going to, is what's going to come out of them. So if all that, they've, all that they have seen or been around is hostility, animosity, not really a, a loving environment, that's exactly what's going to come out of them. And if you can begin to change that mindset, I mean, you could really impact the world. And obviously it starts with one person at a time, a community at a time, and something else that I haven't mentioned that I do is um, I was recently certified in hypnosis and I, I'd like to go and, and get into juvenile halls or, or, or jails and, and, and talk to people and, and help to begin healing them from the inside out through like guided meditation. 
Yeah, that's actually what's pretty common nowadays is holistic healing people looking for another way to be able to find one's inner self. You know, yes. they started incorporating at younger ages now. Um, instead of doing recess, they have a form of yoga or a form of relaxation techniques to help a child yes. wind down instead of wind up. Yes. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. And I, I haven't actually heard about that, but man, it's, it's very encouraging to know that the consciousness is, is aware of that now. And moving in that direction. Are you sure your name's Caesar or is it motivational motherfucker? <laughs> Got a young Gary V over here. <laughs> Making me want to go take on the world. But it does come from an aspect of, you know, shout out to one of the sponsors for the podcast, um, Two Angry Cats, Josh. He's a veteran. All his yeah. earnings, everything, they go back to helping the veterans, you know. Yeah. This the hot sauce community is something I have really truly never seen before. And I'm pretty sure there's probably other groups out there that are like this, but they truly care about people. You don't start a hot sauce company thinking you're going to be the biggest, famous, richest person in the world. Right. You start right. a hot sauce company because you have a passion and you're trying to yes. bring people together. Now, I didn't truly understand what you were saying at first when you were saying that you started the company to kind of bring like the, those kids out of like that harmful environment. And I started to realize something as you were saying and explaining it. I was like, you're bringing a family thing that was an ex connective experience to you as a person into other people's lives to literally sit down and enjoy and start to have a conversation again with one another to truly yeah. take account and yes. talk problems out, figure out yes. what you want to do. So yes. many times now we isolate ourselves from whether it's someone close to us, whether it's just conversation in general. I mean, you want to talk about environmental influences, kid growing up. So many times you can hear about, um, if you watch like a, like a cops episode, but those people that get arrested and spend their life in prison, they want the better life for their kids. And they said they'll be on the street with their kids and see their kids pick up the same things. So I'd be like, no, 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 that's not you. You're going to be better than that. Exactly. We just need to show people that we think too fucking quickly. We, yeah. we act before we think. That's the whole thing. Our first thought is, I got to react. I got to do something now. I don't want to do this because it all look like this. It's all about right. judgment. And it's all about quick thoughts. And it's all about quick actions. Let's just take a time to sit and process information. The one thing I learned to do as I got older, and I'm no fucking genius, but was just to sit and listen. You know, yeah. I've, yeah, ta absolutely. I've talked to so many people and where people go, oh, you're wise above your years. No, I'm not. I'm just able to listen and try and process things a little bit better because that's stuff I looked at in my own life. Like I was not good at critical thinking. Now I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty capable of being able to find decisions out. Do I still know what I want to do? Fuck no. But I like what I'm going with and I feel like I'm at the right place where I'm at. You know, I like seeing so many people like yourself have something and start to create something. And the only thing, like even with starting this podcast, it doesn't matter if there's a one person listening and there's thousands listening. Right. I love right. the conversations I have and the feedback I get from it because it felt yeah. like Caesar, I truly connected with you and I got to be able to experience your thoughts and have a meaningful conversation. Right. And I plan on keeping long after this podcast is over. Likewise. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, th I think, you know, you keep that implied into a company, you keep that implied into a business, the connection aspect with people, you know, that real never get too big for your britches, I should say, kind of yeah. attitude, yep. you're going to be perfect. You're going to, you might not be like, because 
it is a thousand times easier to step on somebody's throat and climb your way to the top. But I don't believe that's the right way. You're going to feel a hell of a lot better if you get to that same wrong on the top ladder if you did it the correct way and just you know if someone's trying to get above you and crawl past you do dirty moves don't fall into the trap just be like go ahead man because when i get there i'm going to enjoy it a hell of a lot more yeah exactly exactly and and not only that on your way up there i'm trying to bring as many people as i can <laughs> and i mean so it's not it's not just me it's 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 for me it's not about me you know what i mean that's all we need in this world is support, you know? Yeah. All we need yeah. is a little bit of trust. And to build that trust, we have to, first of all, get to know each other. You're not going to have that trust on a person you barely even know, even though you're like, oh, that's Jim. I know Jim. He's lived next to me for 10 years. What's Jim's last name? Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't know fucking Jim. Jim could probably, right. Jim probably likes it dirty. Jim probably likes to be bald and gagged, and you don't even know Jim. Uh, so Jim's a church man. I guarantee to you, he likes getting hit in the head with a fucking cinder block. You know, like you gotta, yeah. you gotta get to know people, and you gotta have a little bit of trust. I look at everybody with the same amount of respect. I keep everybody on the same level. You treat me with respect, I treat you with respect back. But exactly. if I sense that. That you don't care if i sense that you're just giving me false answers or false statements then i don't want to be around you because then you haven't truly found yourself exactly yeah exactly and that that is so important what you just said rob it's the people that you are you're around you know and something that i tell my kids is who who is it that you're trying to be what is it that you're trying to be and does that align with who you truly are? Because for me, as a father, the way that I raise my kids is I want them to align with who they truly are inside and connect with who they are. I mean, me and my, my children, we meditate regularly, you know? And I, I want that to be something that they grow up doing versus grow up learning as, as later on in life and something that they, they can remember doing, oh, yeah, me, we'd always go to the park and we'd meditate with, with dad. And for me, I think it's, it's very important and it's a responsibility of a parent to just create such a loving and nurturing environment in comparison to kind of the one that I was brought up in, you know. And a lot of people will say, well, that's how I grew up, so that's how it's going to be for my children or whatever. But that's the wrong way of, of, of looking at things, in, in my opinion. And something that I always tell my kids is this. It's like, imagine that before you came here to be my son or my daughter, because you have greatness inside of you. You, you are the ultimate, all-powerful, almighty, all the creator. And, but before you came here to be my son, you're like, you're like a superhero. You, you, you can do whatever it is that you want. And then you kind of, your spidey senses kind of tingled and said, hey, you know what, there's something going on over here in this part of the universe. And as you zoom in, it's the planet Earth, right? And you're like, you know what, there's something going on over there. And, and I think I can go there and I can, I can help, I can help that planet. As you get closer, it's, you, you learn that it's under the control of like, for example, let's just say an evil villain. And he says, uh, well, you can come here and you can do whatever it is that you want but I'm just gonna wipe away your memory so that you don't know how great you truly are. 
you don't know the things that you can actually do, you have to discover it on your own. And if you're able to, well then you can go out on and have free, free, free rule with whatever it is that you do. So what I tell them is you're here to do something great. And this is what I believe it's for everybody, everybody that exists. You are here to do something great. You just got to find out what that is. And you find it by going in, not by going out, but by going in and, and listening to yourself. Cause a lot of people, they listen to all the chatter that goes around on the outside and ignore that small little quiet voice on the inside. That's never loud. And a lot of people will say that oh, that's, that's your intuition. And the moment that I started doing that, like it, it began to change my life and to change the, the, the way that I think and the way that I feel. And I just realized that I live in more, in, in a more harmonious and in, 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 in peaceful manner, if that makes sense. It does. And I think the main important thing too, is you don't want to structure your life off somebody else's life thinking no. that's what you want to do because you yeah. have your own path in this route. You yes. know, you have, you have your own inner passion that you need to pursue. And I can tell from each person that I talk to and such as yourself getting so passionate and so fired up about things, hashtag your hot sauce, but also just motivation in general. Like it comes from a place of being hurt. It comes from a place of, you know, yeah. they always say the people that smile the biggest have probably been hurt the most. Yeah. And to find yourself, you have to look inside of yourself and make peace yes. with your own demons. You yes. Know? I just literally thought of a name for our hot sauce. Shoot it. Mad Motives. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. It's all improv, baby. That's perfect. Mad <laughs> Motives. Mad Motives. And you put, like a, you put like a combination of smiley faces on there, except one's happy, one's sad, one's like crying, one's doing something. Yeah. Mad yeah. Motives. Perfect. <laughs> I love that, Rob. I'll be waiting for that sauce, Caesar. I want to. I want to see that sauce. I bet you can do it. Oh, I got you. It's it's on. Like today, I'm actually making a a fresh batch of uh of my sauce, and uh, let's see, maybe on Sunday, I'll work on our sauce. Put put something together. Why does every hot sauce maker make hot sauce on Sunday if everything's put into demonology? It's like God's day of rest is the day everybody <laughs> makes hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> well caesar i appreciate you coming out and doing the podcast man i know it was a random you know invite but i'm glad that you accepted it and i really appreciate you coming out and i want to give you here a minute at the end to kind of promote your instagram promote your page promote your youtube so people can find your awesome work oh thank you yeah so um first and foremost i truly appreciate the the invitation and the offer to be on your podcast um you know you can find me on instagram at Caesar Smoking Hot Sauce. Uh, that's the name of the YouTube channel as well. Or my website, CaesarSmokingHotSauce.com. And uh, right now I've got a buy two, get one free uh, promotion going on. So go ahead and hit me up. And uh, I appreciate and I love all you guys. Have a blessed day.